It's Tuesday, April 13th, 2010. Are we going to need a new name for Glacier National Park? The Great Barrier Reef, endangered by shipping shortcuts. Plus, the history of safety violations by the mining industry's most powerful men. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I also know that Washington and state politicians have no idea how to improve miner safety. The very idea that they care more about coal miner safety than we do is as silly as global warming. Hey, Don Blankenship of Massey Energy. You're a jerk. Is that snarky enough for you? This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is brought to you by Velvet Revolution's StopTheChamber.com, calling for the arrest of U.S. Chamber of Commerce Director and Massey Energy CEO Don Blankenship for the crime of murder following the recent deaths of 29 miners in his company's West Virginia coal mine. Blankenship and Massey were cited thousands of times for safety violations and have so far escaped real accountability. Help VR see Blankenship and other U.S. Chamber of Commerce corporate criminals put behind bars. Sign on and support StopTheChamber.com today. Okay, Des, I realize our opening advertisement today may come into play in our stories today. What do you have for us? Yes, we'll get to that in a moment. It looks like Glacier National Park in Montana might need a new name someday soon. Park officials say that two more glaciers have now melted away and that the rest may disappear by the end of this decade, 10 years earlier than previous predictions. The park once had 37 glaciers large enough to be named. Now they're down to 25, affecting a $1 billion tourism industry. An ecologist with the U.S. Geological Survey blames warmer temperatures due to climate change. In Europe... Austrian glaciers are also melting faster than predicted. The Austrian Alpine Association announced this week accelerated rates of melting in 90% of glaciers in the Alps. Well, isn't that silly? Or, as Massey Energy CEO Don Blankenship might say, that is as silly as global warming. An update in the story of the Chinese tanker that ran aground in a pristine marine reserve on Australia's Great Barrier Reef last week. Australian officials say maritime crews have successfully refloated the massive tanker and moved it to a safer location, averting a much bigger natural disaster after strong seas threatened to break the tanker apart and dump its cargo of coal and oil. Coral reef experts report dead coral and extensive damage along at least a kilometer stretch of reef. Here's Queensland's Transportation Minister, Rachel Nolan. And one of the things about these ships is that they've got what's called anti-fouling paint um, on their hull, which stops barnacles growing on the ship, but it, all, it prevents marine life from growing. So they're going to have to um, also get out there and get this paint off the reef or it will kill the reef. The scientists say it will take the reef 20 years to recover. One possible positive outcome from this incident, Australian officials now say they will crack down on ships taking shortcuts through the restricted waters of the Great Barrier Reef. Australian officials say they plan on filing criminal charges against the crew. Cracking down with regulations to protect our great natural resources? Well, that's silly. Or, as Massey Energy CEO Don Blankenship might say, that is as silly as global warming. On the other side of the world, here in the U.S., crews in Mississippi and Louisiana are working feverishly to contain another new oil spill that threatens a national wildlife refuge. A pipeline leak was discovered last week, spilling 18,000 gallons of fuel into the Delta National Wildlife Refuge, leaving a slick 160 miles long in the Gulf of Mexico. 
A memorial service was held on Monday for 29 miners killed in an explosion at the Upper Big Branch Mine last week near Montcole, West Virginia. Federal investigators are now in West Virginia to begin what is expected to be a months-long probe to determine the cause of the explosion. At the memorial ceremony, Obama Administration Secretary of Labor Hilda Solis promised a thorough investigation. No miner should ever lose his life in order to provide for his family. And I will do everything in my power to ensure that we prevent these kinds of tragedies. The accident has focused critical attention on the history of safety violations in the mining industry in general. An investigation by USA Today reveals that since new mine safety laws were passed by Congress in 2006, mining companies have responded with a new strategy, using litigation and appeals to stall and reduce the dollar amount of fines for safety violations, along with other legal maneuvers that tie regulators' hands. The Federal Mine Safety Review Commission has a backlog of over 18,000 contested fines. Massey Energy has paid less than one-third of $7 million in fines at its mines over just the last five years, and it's part of a high pattern of violations from Massey Energy. The explosion has also focused critical attention on the actions and statements of Massey's powerful and controversial CEO, Don Blankenship. Last Labor Day weekend, Blankenship spoke at a million-dollar rally he sponsored for the AstroTurf group Friends of Coal, mocking state and federal regulators and the Mine Safety and Health Administration. As mentioned, full disclosure, Velvet Revolution's StopTheChamber.com campaign is in in fact, one of our advertisers. Nonetheless, the Green News report strongly feels that if, as the Supreme Court has decided that corporations are people, then those people who head those corporations ought to be held fully accountable for what their corporations do. For much more on that, check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Well, I was born to call miner's daughter in a cabin